Ladies and gentlemen, good evening. Hi, I'm Jeff Fennick and this is 365 Days of Sport. 365 Days of Sport. If you hear this song, you know it won't be long Till the game is up and you're out of the cup Beefy and Rob did it in the FA Cup Chimers, chimers, chimers If you don't know, we are following We've been following teams in the FA Cup mm. All through the qualifying rounds We started yeah. with Merthyr Town <laughs> yeah. They lost to Hamworth United yeah. Who went on to play Sirencester Town They lost Yeah, So they so, were supporting Hamworthy then. We were supporting Hamworthy So yeah. obviously that moved on to Sirencester Town They got drawn against Hungerford Town In the third qualifying round Guess mm. what happened Rob? Uh, they, they, uh, Hungerford got up? Hungerford got up Yeah. So we've managed to convince the chairman You don't get bigger than this Rob Oh at top of the heat The chairman of Hungerford Town To have a chat to us about the Big game this weekend, the FA Cup fourth qualifying round. Against Brothel? Against, not the Brothel, Rob. Bromley. <laughs> Bromley. Bromley. Uh, they do have a league game tonight. They're playing Braintree at home. So uh, it's great that Patrick Chambers, the chairman of Hungerford Town, can take a little bit of time out of his day. He's probably got to mark the pitch or something. All sorts. Getting ready for that league match. But mm-hmm. Patrick, thanks for joining us. We know we're the kiss of death, so we do appreciate you jumping on the line. Oh, no worries. It's good good to, good to chat to you guys. And uh, unfortunately, we do, we do have a groundsman, so the, the pitch is just fine. <laughs> good, good, good. Mate, well, it's a big game for you guys. You've only ever, I did look this up, you've only ever been to the the first round proper once and that was way back in 1979 so Saturday is a big day yeah 42 years mm. since uh, our small club made the first round um, it's 15 years since we've appeared at this level so you know even Saturday's game against Bromley you know it, it's a massive game for us there's some big prize money on offer and the magic of the FA Cup you know um, it's, it's the story of you know the upsets so yeah we'll be the underdogs this Saturday whereas obviously we were fancied to beat Simon Sester and it was in driving rain it was just evil conditions you know we got 1-0 up then we saved a penalty went straight up the other end went 2-0 up and I'm thinking okay we're, we're fine now and they pulled two goals back in sort of like four minutes. And then our, our super striker, Ryan Seeger, pops up. Oh, we had a man sent off as well. Mm. So we were down to 10 men, 2-2. Two, two. I'm now praying for a replay. And 92nd minute, got a Ryan Seeger, pops up with a just an amazing finish. And um, put us through, you know, to this Saturday. So it's what dreams are made of. Bromley are flying high in the division above us. They're in the playoff places. The gaffer and our scout, one of the coaches went to watch them the other night. You know, that. They're a very, very good side. So we've just got a dream, but we'll make it difficult. They won't fancy coming to ball pit lane. We've got a slight slope on the pitch. You know, our hashtag is small but mighty. Let's hope it comes off Saturday. Yeah, well, I've been going with the hashtag join the crusade, to be honest. Uh, I've been liking that a bit. Well, uh... We do that as well. So <laughs> join the crusade is there, but small but mighty. You know, just for you guys, so you know a little bit more about us. This is our sixth season in the National League South. So we're literally just two divisions behind the football league with the smallest postcode with the smallest budget we have the smallest average crowd and yet we're still there punching above our weight so that we're really proud of that 
it gives other small clubs the opportunity to look at us and see our model. We don't overstretch ourselves, we don't overspend. We've got guys that are on a building site today, all working, all part-time. There's three teams in our division that spend half a million pound plus wow. and are full-time. We'll, we'll spend £135,000 it all up. Manager, coaches, physios, analysts, players, the lot, just to stay in the league. So tonight's a big game because we've got a couple of games in hand. Braintree Town are a little behind us, so we, we want to put three points on the board tonight and then we can hopefully go into Saturday, enjoy ourselves and, and see what we can do. Well, in regard to that sort of uh, description and dynamic about, about the club and the sort of numbers you're dealing with, I heard you on another pod describe your own elect as Hungerford chairman as like being in a beauty contest with no other contestants. <laughs> it was exactly that. <laughs> it was exactly that. So, well, it, it seems it seems an eternity ago now. Mm-hmm. So, it, it was back in March, April 2019 and I'd recently moved to the area and I kept saying to my wife, I'm a big Nottingham Forest fan. I'm Nottingham born and bred and I'm now down in Berkshire so it's, it's not practical to be able to go and watch Forest all the time and I kept saying, well, I might pop down and watch Hunger for Town and one thing led to another, didn't get round to it and then one morning, I'm literally getting ready, my wife's on Facebook, she sees this message, chairman's leaving, secretary's leaving, treasurer's leaving, manager's probably leaving and she said sort of, you know, oh, you'd make a good chairman. <laughs> <laughs> so I was only looking for a, you know, just go and watch it. Now that there's no one else left in the world, you would be, I mean, what a compliment that is. <laughs> Yeah, absolutely. So, and, and actually, my wife's just won um, Volunteer of the Month for the National League, and boy, does she deserve it. You know, she she cooks for the food for the players, she wears all the kit, works with me on sponsorship, oh, donations. Gosh. She'd be in the snack shack every game doing burgers and oh, chips, man. and, you know, it, it is full on. It's an all-consuming but, job. Yeah, so, do you, have, uh, do you have hunger for dreams at night, or possibly even nightmares? <laughs> I, I, I can get a little bit. You know, the night before a, a match, you know, you can get it, it it's funny it's when you when you're a fan so like I'm a massive fan of Nottingham Forest and have been since I was a, a young boy and I was lucky enough to have a box there in the 90s and watch them in Europe and it's different when you're the chairman it mm. it just matters a bit more <laughs> it, it, it's very difficult to put it into words I, you know I got involved I, I met the committee and yeah, it was like being in a beauty contest with no other contestants and it was tough as well we we were in a situation where there'd been a benefactor at the club for many years who had put in a lot of money and that's why we're at the level we're at and they were trying to be something they couldn't be so we had to just find a different model be more realistic we've got a new manager in who's absolutely fantastic um, and we've got some players that were playing a level or two below us who've stepped up to the plate and are here for the right reasons we've got players in our division we, well we played against top of the league Dartford on Saturday their centre forward would be on as much money as half of our squad put together mm-hmm. so that's what we're up against mm-hmm. we talk about money very briefly we'll go back to the, I, I, I did read a bit when when you took over there was a hole in the clubhouse roof the the club was leaking money they were overspending on players you just lost to Slough FC <laughs> Yeah, we had, but we haven't lost to them since. Oh, good. <laughs> good. Them every time and draw Yeah, the, the money in the FA Cup, or the prize money, I should say, in the FA Cup, you've already kind of pocketed, I think, £9,000 in prize money. Mm. If you win this game, there's yeah. another 9375 I don't want to mention the 3125 quid you get for losing, because that's not going to happen. Correct. And even then, if, well, you, get, if you get to the we, first round, £22,629. Oh, well, then, then, you you know, the dream is, if you get to the first round, we'd love a... 
we love a tasty home draw against someone like Swindon Town, Oxford United, oh, yeah. some, something like that, somebody fairly local. So we'd be bursting at the seams. But so for the money to date, I mean, we're now we're in the right. So when I inherited the situation, we were spending 166,000 a year on manager, players, physios, etc. Last year, particularly with COVID, I slashed that to 100,000, which turned out to be you know the right thing to do. We were in the playoffs when, unfortunately, the season was declared null and void. This season, we've upped that to about 135. We've got a bigger squad and what I call a deeper squad, whereas last year, perhaps the gaffer was picking sort of 11 from 12 players that he absolutely trusted. Now he's got 16, 17 players that he'd be happy to start any 11 of them. So we're, we're, we're definitely stronger. We're definitely deeper. And we're in a good situation. We have got more fans. We've got a few more commercial partners, a bit more sponsorship. You know, we've been doing well. And what we're doing with the prize money to date, we're going to have a digital scoreboard. And this mm. is for a club that hasn't even got a manual one. Right. So we're <laughs> Straight to the top. Yeah. A big, posh <laughs> digital scoreboard coming in a few weeks' time nice. that will be sitting yeah. on top of the Snapchat. You'll see it from around the whole ground. But in the last three summers, we've put a brand new stand-up, seven bays, the roof doesn't leak anymore, <laughs> brand new changing rooms, which we had to do to stay in the division, otherwise we'd have been kicked out. Sounds so, to me like you got a job yeah, there for a long I'm, time, Pat. I don't know. Well, I, when I first took the role, I said I'll do three to five years. But the committee, at the last one, I get voted. I got voted in again. Surprise, surprise! At the AGM, and they said because the last two seasons were cut short with COVID, they don't count. All oh, right, yeah, yeah, yeah. So they're saying this is my first season there. So <laughs> do- to steer us through COVID as well was, you know, what a time to get involved with a with a football club that was a struggling on the pitch and off it, you know. And then COVID actually saved us. If I'm brutally honest with you, we would have been relegated in that 1920 season if it had finished without a shadow of a doubt you know and you, you feel awful in a way that that was actually a silver lining for us as a club you know when people are around you are suddenly losing their jobs and losing their lives but it, it did actually give us a lifeline and we've made the best of it yeah I oh, know definitely the fact that the club survived through the Covid times and no fans and I think there's a bit of an issue I don't know whether it's been solved or not about grants slash loans from the FA or through government is uh, another issue but I I mean, without that money, obviously, uh, I think a lot of grassroots clubs would have got under because with zero income, what can you do? Yeah, it, it was tough. And even starting last season was a bit of a leap of faith because we told we were going to get these grants, which we did get the first grant for the first three months from lottery funding. But we were under the impression that if we had to go into the next three months without fans, because uh, that's our only source of income, people coming through the gate, buying a pie and a pint, that's what non-league football is all about. And it's actually that we play at the highest level in England where you can actually be pitch side with a pie and a pint in your hand. Oh. You go at one division no alcohol outside. Oh really have they moved, have they changed that in the conference now where uh, or the National League where you can't have a pint at the next to the ground because I'm a Newport no. County fan and uh, obviously I went through non-league with them having a beer at the side of the pitch Yeah, yeah no no so so National League their clusters step one as in one step away yeah. from the Football League no alcohol allowed outside once oh. you get to step two which is National League North and National League South you are allowed alcohol oh. outside okay. um, and I, I quite times. like that you know, yeah, I, great I, I stand, with the I stand with the fans and have my my pint of pint. I'm a I'm a pint of pint man. Uh-huh. Um, I'm, I'm not I'm not a champagne and caviar chairman. <laughs> I like being out there with with our with our fans. So yeah, we we got into that second period of the three months. Actually, got three four weeks in, still expecting to get a grant, and then all of a sudden we were told no, it's going to be a loan. Well, you know how how can any chairman really take a club forward? 
and borrow money to finish a season and then not know how you're going to pay it back. I mean, mm. it, it was ludicrous, but ultimately they decided to stop. But we were sat in the playoffs, which you know was unbelievable. But that, that won't go down in the history books because obviously it's null and void, so we've got to do it all again. Pat, I want to ask you, you talked about your squad a little bit earlier. One name stands out for me in your squad at the minute, Prince Henry. <laughs> Prince Henry. He's on loan from okay. Bristol City. We we ah. played Bristol City under twenty threes in a friendly, and they were quite impressed with our setup, like the gaffer, what we do. Even though we're a small club with a small budget, you know, we do have an analyst. You know, we have got the player tech catapult. You might know it as. So we get all the stats, all the data. We've got the VO, we've got the stats. So we, we we look after our players. We we can't and don't pay them a lot of money, but we, we feed them well. They get the best kit. They're trained well. We give good feedback to any parent club if we've got a player on loan. So Young Prince played in a friendly a few weeks ago for us, but he's very young. He's probably one for the future. So, you know, you won't see him featuring tonight or really on, on Saturday in the FA Cup. But I'm sure that there will be a time where the gaffer will give him a few minutes because it's good for him to play man's football. You know, it's all right being in an under-21s or an under-23s. It's it's not that competitive. There's nothing like, like you know, we've got Keith Emerson, an army fitness trainer, 38. A 19-year-old playing against him, they're going to learn about life in football very, mm. very quickly. I just wondered, I thought, when I saw the squad and I saw Prince Henry, I, I'd be honest, I thought it was a bit of a piss take considering Downton Abbey is just down the road from Hungerford. I thought, oh, how yeah. good's this? It's like Ed Sheeran been on the Ipswich, uh, Ipswich's roster at the minute. But uh, yeah, Prince Henry, That's but right. it's, he's a genuine player. He's a genuine player. He's a smashing lad. Um, he's been trained with us. I think, you know, I think you know, Bristol City are probably a little bit frustrated that he's not had any game time. But you know, obviously, the, the gaffer will never be put under pressure to play a, a lad on loan unless he thinks that he's going to add something to the starting eleven. And so he, we're set up very hard to beat. We work incredibly hard. The big clubs don't really like playing against us. We do tend to give one or two of them a bloody nose, like we did away at Dorking. We beat them two-one. You know, they'd be one of the big clubs going for promotion so yeah nobody will fancy coming to us being drawn at home three rounds running in the FA Cup you know the FA gods have been shining brightly on us so far so we can just we can just hope that uh, that happens again on Saturday but tonight it's all about three points now Patrick this is a kind of a world first for us no joke we've had a text in now they want to know I'm not sure who it is do you watch Ted Lasso and does it reflect the reality of running a football club? I don't watch Ted Lasso. So I've unfortunately, I'm flattered that somebody's bothered to send a text in, but I can't so answer because I don't even know what they're talking about. All right. Okay. <laughs> Uh, I've heard of this. No, I've heard of this show. Ted Lasso, I love it. It's brilliant. Okay. It is very, very good. I think the second series has gone into a bit of the kind of uh, outer reality of the football world, right, okay. but it's a bit... Uh, no, it's a great... You'd love it, Rob. Yeah. You'd love it. I think you would as well, Patrick, to be completely honest. Well, well Patrick, I, 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 this is very important. Uh, did I hear off here that you're interested in the horses? Yeah, well, okay. we, I was just saying to you before, we, I mean, uh, you guys are in Melbourne. Yeah. We've been to Melbourne a few times. In yeah. fact, we were planning to move to Melbourne around the year 2000, 2001. Wow. We had a Okay. We had a runner in the um, Melbourne Cup who was actually fancy at the time. What was his name? Horse called Far Cry. It was leased by the guys with me. It ran in joint names by Kevin, who ended up winning it with American. Oh. Right. Yeah, so yeah, 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 yeah. We made a few friends in 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 Melbourne. Absolutely love this, love the place. Had some oh, great times yeah. there. Hey, so, are you aware that the Everest is on this Saturday? The sprint race they have down here. Obviously, the Melbourne Cup was the one that yeah, sure. you know touched out. 
It's known to sprint racing, Rob. Yeah, but this is now the richest race in the world, the Everest. <laughs> so it's 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 like nine million to the winner or something like that. It's more than the Melbourne Cup. Wow. It's only five years wow. old this race, but it's also oh, this is sorry, this is its fifth year. So I've got two horses for you. One's called Gitra and the Ruffy oh. the Inferno. Uh, those are my tips. So okay. just uh, write first. those down oh, and and get oh, I'll tell you get your club eyes, analyst onto it as well. Your football analyst. He's got better things to do on Saturday, Rob. We got an FA Cup to deal with. Listen, guys, this is real life work. I've just got to take this call, guys. Have a little chat amongst yourselves. One sec. <laughs> We love it. It's real. Reality. How's that, Rob? We get a text message in. This must be some kind of uh, a trick that, that someone's actually listening. It's I don't a know first it's, maybe it's someone from the club. Yeah, it probably yeah. is someone from the club. Okay. It's probably someone in Hungerford. A- Are you back, Pat? That we- was the day, Rob. Apologies for that. Yeah, don't worry about that. It's a uh, you know you only got to save the world, including Hungerford. It's uh, we 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 mentioned Dandon Abbey just up the road, High Clare House. Have it you is. thought about bringing in Hugh Bonneville as a special envoy in Australia? They call it the number one ticket holder. Celebrity chime. Celebrity Celebrity, yeah, celebrity chime, like us. Mm. He, he'd be great, wouldn't he? But um, I've no idea whether he's got any interest in football. And if he has, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm guessing it would be more likely to be at a premiership yeah. level than at our levels. I'm sure Dame yeah, Maggie Smith to... would join you for a pie and a pint on the on the fence. She'd enjoy it, wouldn't she? She'd love she it. She'd enjoy it. And we'd love to have her there. Absolutely. <laughs> My wife would love that. She'd love to flip a burger for Maggie Smith. <laughs> Wouldn't we all? I mean, Saturday is going to come pretty quickly. I know you've got a league game tonight. Is Hungerford going all out cup crazy? Is the cup fever striking the town? I think with the fans, you know, and there's a lot of chat on our social media, you know, there's a big buzz, there's a lot of excitement. You know, Bromley, it's a home match. They normally get around 2,000. Uh, our average crowd's sort of around 350. So I think they'll probably bring around 300 with them. So we should be having a crowd of 600 plus on Saturday, which that's that's a big, big crowd for us. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that'll so make it some noise. Be a fantastic atmosphere. Mm. There'll be no segregation, so Bromley fans will be shoulder to shoulder with Hungerford fans. They'll probably right. congregate, you know, behind the goal there, attacking. That's what tends to happen at our level because you can move around. You're not stuck in mm. one seat, so you'll tend to get away fans will always try and stand behind the goal they're attacking, and they'll they'll change at half time, which just adds to the fun. Yeah, um, yeah. So no, we're looking forward to the atmosphere, and I know, I mean, Danny Robinson has won the Vars at, at Wembley before. When he, when he was managing Thatcham at step five and he got promoted that that season. So he knows how to win cup games. But listen, it'll be, it'll be a giant killing if we can do it. They've made the first round the last five seasons on the bounce. But then that, that run's got to finish one day, hasn't it? Definitely has. And also, we need you to break our run, being <laughs> the kiss of death. <laughs> Because somebody's got to do it. We don't want to follow yeah. Bromley in the first round. Come on, we want to. We were, no, we're getting no, no. on the bloody Hungerford train. Absolutely. No, listen, it, all records are there to be broken, guys. Yeah. <laughs> Never be worried about a record. But I, I, I'm pretty confident. I think get three points tonight. The gaffer then will be in great spirits. I think he'll go into Saturday and he'll give it a proper, proper go. We won't just sit back and see if we can stay in the game because what's the point of having a replay at Bromley? If we're going to beat them, we need to beat them a ball. Yeah, exactly. Now, we asked Hamworthy about the quality of pies that they serve. Little home brand, we were told. Hamworthy, that's out the window for me. I'm hoping that Hungerford are pucker pies through and through. 
No, 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 no. We're better than that. Ooh, we ooh. have our own local butchers called oh, Christian Elba, yep. who does a special steak and ale pile. Mm-hmm. Pie now you're talking. For us. Yeah. And we have been rated as one of the greatest pies in non-league wow. football. Wow. That's... And we, we get ground hoppers come to mm. every game to try a pie. Yeah. Or our burgers, which are the gourmet burgers we do, six ounce in a brioche bun. Um, oh. And they're rated incredibly highly. Beefy, you should have led with this. This, this is know, the real. I yeah. didn't know at the time, Rob. Sorry, man. I was just finding it out now. It's worth it. Listen, if you could get a late flight from Melbourne, it'd be worth it just for the pie. That's how good it is. <laughs> the two weeks quarantine, I'd probably struggle with at the minute, but uh, we'll be okay. But we could send you some. We could send you some complimentary pies while you were in quarantine. Well, you're not too far from here. Send to Melbourne in the mail. Yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, I'll tell you uh, what jogged my memory, Rob. You that? mentioned Slough Town, didn't you? Yeah, 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 the office. 1979, yeah. Hungerford made their only first-round appearance in the FA Cup. Guess who they played? Maybe Slough Town! Oh. Unbelievable. We did. Now, long, long time before my time. Yeah, well, that's the other thing. What started this whole FA Cup journey for us is we interviewed Johnny Owen. Now, you've brought up that you're a massive Nottingham Forest fan. <laughs> And obviously, Johnny Owen produced, I believe, in Miracles and is now on the board of Nottingham Forest. Yeah, he's a key key person involved with Nottingham Forest. And I was lucky enough to be born. I was born in 1960. So, you know, I was 17 when we won the league, 18 first European Cup, 19 second European Cup. So I, I saw things that probably no other Forest fans sadly will ever <laughs> see. Got to know some of the great players in the 80s and 90s. In fact, Mark Crossley, the goalkeeper of the late 80s and 90s, he's out guest speaker at our sporting supper right. in November and he famously is the only goalkeeper in history to save a Matt Letizia penalty he saved a Gary Lineker penalty against Spurs in the FA Cup final as well in 1991 so uh, he's a friend of mine so it'd be great to have a catch up with him and he, he's still very involved with Nottingham Forest I still speak to some of the old players David Johnson's a pal of mine whose son is in the first team now with young Brennan and he's, uh, he's looking a hell of a player and he used to come to our house for barbecue when we had a place in Spain when he was a five, six-year-old little boy. Big shout-out to Big Norms as well. He's doing charity walks all around Britain at the moment if you uh, want to follow the journeys of Mark Crossley. Now, we have to wish you the best of luck for Saturday. All of Australia is on Hungerford Town's side. (laughs) I've just noticed as well, in the top 12 things to do in Hungerford, number six is Hungerford Town Football Club. So it's in the top half, Rob. Mm. It's in the top half. And don't forget, in in brackets, the pies. And or burgers. And or burgers. So, Patrick, we do think... Thank you for taking time out of your day and pushing the Hungerford steam train. So we're going to call it the steam train through the cup. And let's hope in a couple of weeks' time we will still be talking to you. I, I really do. That'll be great. Uh, it would be awesome. That'll like, be great. And uh, we'll, we'll, we'll get the gaffer on to say a few words for you as well if that happens. <laughs> How about that? That would be That's awesome. That would be very, very good. We've got to wish you the best of luck for tonight because we know you're down the bottom of the table. You need desperately need three points. So that'll get you up there and firing for the weekend. So we are with you yeah. on Saturday. It is a 1 a.m. kickoff in Melbourne. Melbourne on Saturday night. It is Hungerford Town taking on Bromley in the fourth qualifying round of the FA Cup for a spot in the big time, Rob. In the big time. I'm fired up. Thanks, Patrick. Let's hope we're talking okay, to you guys. next week. Hey, did you hear about Kevin? No. He's in Australia too. Spreading himself a bit thin. Yeah. Everyone wants a slice of Kevin. Premium New Zealand beef. Jack Leagues. Beef up your snack life.